This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. There we are. Recording in progress. Now it's happening. Here we go. Johnny and the Greg. It is a it is a scary world out there, folks. If you let Johnny take control of the um technologies. Yeah, the technology. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Anyway, welcome to the show. Get ready. Put that seatbelt on. Maybe get yourself a nice little warm beverage or a cold beverage. I'm doing this. This is surprisingly good. Whoa. Greg is hardcore. Nice job, Greg. Yeah. Nice I got a, I got a little crap for that the other night actually. We're having a Bloody uh, Mary. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like a Bloody Mary like at night. Oh, it's because the people that believe that you need it at mornings. Yeah, yeah. They're like Bloody Mary is a Bloody Bloody Mary is a nightcap. I've never heard of that. I'm like, it's not. I mean, to me, it's not weird. I guess to other people, it's it's a little off. I I never thought. I never. I mean, it's a vodka drink. The... I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't care. I you like know what? I, I always thought a nightcap was like when you wanted to like go into the hotel room with a girl. I never thought a nightcap is just having a drink. And the reason for that is because I always I only heard that term in James Bond movies. Or I only heard that uh, term when it was a guy and a girl and he would always say, care for a nightcap? That's the only time I ever heard that. Yep. That that makes sense. Yes. I, I can understand to, to a child's mind like that's how that would work out okay yeah i thought that's okay oh he wants to get lucky got it so i think <laughs> a couple of times when like my friends in college when they would go hey man you want like you know a little nightcap and i'm like oh you got a girl over sorry he's like no i'm just drinking i was like that's not a nightcap and they're like yes it is no it's not <laughs> yeah that's I wonder he, he the, said it's not <laughs> i wonder what the entomology of the night yeah if I, yeah, that'd be great. I would love to know if I'm right or wrong about that. But that's what I always thought it meant. Like doing a doing a night nightcap origin in the sense of an alpha alcoholic beverage drunk before bedtime. Nightcap has been used since 1818. The creation was a play on the original nightcap, which was a sleeping hat. You know, you like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons, yeah, yes, like, the yes. like that, the, the nightcap. Uh, put on directly before bed, meant to keep a person warm on cold nights. Mm -hmm. So, the the false uh, the falsehood that alcohol warms you up 
It right. doesn't. It makes you feel warm, like it's deceiving. Right. Uh, but that was where it came from. You want? Do you want a nightcap? A little something? So they had a little sip of whiskey with their little nightcap, right? Yeah, they, they'd have a, a little drink, and and there you go. Yeah, I know they used to put. I don't know how this never caught on fire, but wouldn't they take coals from the fireplace, put it in a metal pan, and slide it where your feet yeah. would be? Underneath yeah, they the had they had like these special yeah. bed warmers where it, yeah, it almost was, looked like a like a thing you'd pop popcorn in over. Yeah, a I was just gonna say that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looked like that. Yeah. All right, guys. If you haven't figured out by now, this is Johnny and the Greg podcast. And if you guys could do the things you did yes last week, because I checked, you guys all did it. Ooh. Golf clap for you guys. If you guys can, thumbs up, share, subscribe, all the fun little things, and help us with the algorithm gods out there, that would be helpful. Greg, yeah. you ready? Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right, man. So there has been a lot of this um uh you you told me that pedro pascal was yeah. up for the running of the reed richards it, it, it reed. was a heavily rumored thing this week that came right out. and it has only kept gaining traction and smoke to where now people that i rely on that just that are well connected and just don't put stuff out there just to put stuff out there they actually check their sources before they share that source and they're starting to say it too. So I open it up to you, sir. When we're talking okay. for, for the folks that don't know, we're talking um, Marvel, the cinematic universe is casting. And it's been a man, this, this has been like a, the longest, who are they going to cast that I can remember for any comic book movie, um, the fantastic four. And the first one that has been leaking out is Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So Greg, you're much more of a Fantastic Four guy than I am. What do you think? I think it's interesting. If it's for, true. I mean, if, if they do go that route, I mean, he's 48. So, I mean, if you're looking to get 10 years or more out of an actor, like they did with some of the other ones, I mean, you're you're going to put him into into his 50s, late 50s. Yeah. Um, It's an interesting choice. I mean, I suppose with, with CGI now, I mean, it, it's it's not a matter of... Can he do the physical performance? Because right. they can, they can fix that. I mean, honestly, yeah. um, I, I think he's a he's an actor who's been on the search for a franchise, a, a franchise part where it is his whole self. Um, obviously, being in the Mandalorian, it's not it's a different feel because his face is covered the whole time. And that, that was, it, it was very quickly when that hit and it became as big as it, it has been. He had some real issue with, with his face being covered. Did he? Cause I heard other things, but I don't know, but I, I didn't dive into that to figure out if mm -hmm. that was truth or not. So I don't, as far really... as I know, it's true. And as far as I know, like the last season of the Mandalorian was mostly not him, like walking around and doing stuff. He just provided a voiceover. Oh, and that it was his stunt double doing a lot of the action because they could do that. And I don't know if that changed his contract, like, like his payday, like, because it's not him. He's not right. doing the work. Um, so I don't know. I, I've seen him in other things and I think he's really good. He was great in the last of us. I watched, uh, him in the film, uh, that he did with Nicolas Cage, the, Oh, un un unbelievable weight of 
wealth of self of uh, uh, massive talent the unbearable weight of massive talent okay um and he was hilarious i mean really funny i mean he's done he's done some good range parts where he's he's just been in a lot of different things so i i think it's not a matter of can he do it i think he can yeah um to me that's the that's the least of the fantastic four roles like he's supposed to be the brainiac he's supposed to be you know the team leader but he's the least uh he's the most cardboard personality of the fantastic four so i'm like i don't really care who they cast as reed richards i mean if it's someone unless it was somebody like really out there that i might know because there was a rumor for a while that it was going to be uh one of the actors from always sunny and i was like uh oh i don't okay not glenn 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 something the guy that plays dennis on the show and is a not a not a route i would go but you know whatever but to me getting johnny storm ben Grimm, and then sue storm getting them cast properly i think it's a bigger deal than than reed richards um i i agree the the thing that i would i would say to all of this is um we i think you and i we both love pedro pascal we we love him um i i think he's a great actor he's fun he's kind of become everybody's dad lately like with the mandalorian and a little with, bit yeah. uh, the last of us so maybe they're going that route. I want to go back to something you said about age. Um, it's a good point because if they want to keep Reed around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, you need a younger actor. I think they might be pulling this because they feel how Marvel has been on a decline, especially with the audience, especially with the Marvels coming out. And, the, and you said it was a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but everybody I talked to, what like uh especially my sister kim i saw her this weekend she's like yeah i didn't really care to go see it i said greg said it's good she's like really well i, I guess i'll wait till disney plus well what there it is there yes. it is right there here's here's the whole thing surrounding marvel right now is that they are absolutely killing themselves i mean yes has it gone downhill down yet has it slipped since endgame yes we have been in a constant slip since the height of endgame actually um, can i can i push back on that i think we've been in peaks and valleys it's been doing this okay i said yes yeah good and bad but overall i think there's a down, a down okay so we're we're we doing can, this yeah yeah okay. I think so. <laughs> um so but with, with the thing like with the marvels there i saw a headline today that it had uh a terrible second weekend and had the like the biggest drop off of any marvel film in its second weekend and i'm like one any film has a terrible drop off in the second weekend the i haven't the only films that i've heard this year that performed decently from weekend to weekend was barbie and oppenheimer okay and and those are the only two that i think have done well from weekend to weekend there everything else is like this massive drop off because a lot of people are like i can wait 45 days and watch it on my streaming service that's true like it's just that's absolutely true and and with disney plus kind of that's their mo um i'm shocked i have not watched the latest mission impossible yet because they're like 
we're not we're not doing streaming service right away like it's not on paramount plus yet it's on amazon to rent to rent yeah Yeah. but but that's the thing i mean they're waiting almost that full window yeah what it used to be so if you didn't get to go see it in the theater you're gonna be waiting a long ass time before you can see it on like a service that you already pay for right right and i think that's part of the thing with marvel (laughs) is like people are like i'll just wait 45 days and catch it on disney plus and it'll be fine i agree Going back to my point of where this was going was, I believe this was a, I mean, they got a, if this is true, they got a good actor, but I think they're almost going for star power to bring yeah. people back to the theater to watch it. Now, I have some questions with that because you're absolutely right. Not only do you have to get the rest of that family together, and we're talking Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, uh, Ben Grimm, the chemistry between those four have mm-hmm. to be on point and yeah. um not only that there's a fifth member to the fantastic four that's not really part of the fantastic four but oh he i see is yeah. huge they, they've got mythology. an iconic villain iconic yeah iconic iconic my favorite of all time okay is dr doom that's mm-hmm. it's the guy you gotta get that right and um so if you're gonna do a older reed richards kind of almost have to do an older dr doom so yeah because they're if you keep the mythos the same correct they were college or they were in college at the same time they were college rivals yeah yep so um so um anyway when it comes so i mean those are my worries you and mm -hmm. i have talked a couple of times on this show i i i love the idea of uh john krasinski and emily blunt doing those i think the chemistry would be natural obviously it would i be, think it yeah. would work but the problem is marvel can take their actors and put them through a ringer man it's hard you're jumping from movie to movie to you know your jump then you gotta do press tours and they got a yep. family so i understand why if that dream casting not up yeah, for it yeah wouldn't work out i get it and we got hey guys for those of you that like me and greg i think that wanted john krasinski we got it we just got a snippet yeah. of it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, that I think that's uh that's all he wants to do. And you know what? Okay. Yes. Yeah. You, you cool gotta be that. okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna stay in this Marvel train a little bit. I am still Greg, you 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 probably have already picked up on this. I am just really into Loki. And I've uh that episode i mean that season that series i love it i love how mm-hmm. it, i love how it le- left us with the cliffhanger in season one i left i love how it ended in season two and you brought up something very interesting that we didn't hit on last week but i wanted to talk about it now you said that you felt loki had the best story arc of any character in the marvel universe did you say that or just of, of the beginning um group? no i think i think his arc was probably one of the best story arcs for me okay i'm not going to disagree with you i thought you said the best and not that i'm um, here to argue with that i i think you're absolutely right but i think it's a, i you could argue tony stark and i'm just doing that to be the and, devil's and, advocate sure and if you want to argue that i sure i mean i'm Actually, not i don't want to argue i think we should just discuss because i i don't i don't think you're wrong i just want to talk about it more in depth like is it the best story because there's a lot of it it definitely damn well could be see here's the thing about tony stark's entire arc 
in in the Marvel universe is that I I wasn't crazy about it. Like okay. people think people think Iron Man three is the absolute best Iron Man film because he does more develop. Yeah, he does more development there as a character than he does. Oh, with the PTSD he does the, and all that. Yeah, with with him like freaking out and you know, can he save the world? And then yeah, he's got. Uh, Excuse me, he's got the Invictus stuff going on, and then it shows all of the various suits of armor that he built. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, eh. Like, I like that movie. I don't think that was the best story arc for him. Like, I liked it. I didn't have a a problem. I didn't walk away going, that sucked. I just walked away going, oh, I I thought I'd see the man. I thought I'd see the Mandarin more. It was the, it was the, uh, only Iron Man film I didn't see in the theater because my kids were still um, little at that point, and I couldn't okay. I couldn't get to go see it. It was one of those I'm like, I guess I'm just gonna have to catch this later because there's no way I can see it right now. And I didn't care. Like when I finally got to see it, I was like, if I would have paid theater prices to go see this, I'd be pissed. Because were it you wasn't... ever an Iron Man fan as a comic book reader? Sure. Yeah, a you little were. bit. Okay. I mean, I, I don't have a ton of Iron Man books, but. It was intriguing to me in certain points, and I loved the armor designs of a lot of different. Like my favorite armor was the the Crimson Avenger one, the 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 red and red and silver. Right. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, his Marvel arc, his Marvel film arc. I love I love the first one. The origin story was good. Yeah. Second one was super rushed. Yeah. Um. And his third solo film, I was like, what are we doing this for? Like, it just seems eh, I didn't like it. I liked him in the Avengers. Um, in Endgame, when he was like, no, I'm not doing it. I mean, being, again, the PTSD, like, there's no winning here. Yeah. At the beginning of the film, I'm like, that that doesn't seem right. I mean, to me. Uh, so, no, I, I guess I as I'm talking about it more, I'm not a huge Iron Man fan in terms of the films, uh, his story arc, like his death, there were people sobbing in the theaters. Like when he died, I felt nothing. Of course not, folks, because Greg is dead. Yeah, I'm dead inside. That's that's really what it <laughs> comes Greg down is to. dead, folks. He he lost feeling a long time ago. Felt, somewhere along I, the line, somebody, I think it was Masters of the Universe, broke his heart and he would never <laughs> get attached to another movie ever again. I felt bad for Peter. I certainly felt bad for Peter. Yeah. But, I, but like, yeah. Like no, I, I, feel... I see what you're saying. I don't have the feelings you have about feeling nothing. Um, I, I definitely, I feel Iron Man, like I liked Iron Man. I'm talking about the comic books now. When yeah. Iron Man wasn't the main character, he was in an overall big story, like an Avenger story. Right. Right. Um, if you want to go to uh, the one where he becomes secretary of defense and then the one where he is in charge of shield yeah. and the one like when he's a support or civil war, when he was on one side and they were on the other, like those are ones I appreciate. And that's when I, I thought it was interesting, but I've, mm-hmm. I picked up like three comic, like three graphic novels of Iron Man of stories and they've never pulled me in. They've never made me go, oh, I don't care. The only time I've ever liked Iron Man and thought, wow, he can actually be cool is when I saw the MCU version of him. That's the only time I care. Okay. So 
um individual movies i didn't care as much as i cared about the original one third one was fine i walked away not owing money they didn't owe me nothing i had a good time and the and then i liked him in the avengers all, all the avenger ones he was in mm-hmm. i like the idea of tony being a selfish son of a bitch and then at the last second uh like what i really liked what marvel did was you know when captain had that in that first event in that first avengers movie cap cap and him had that little chest bumping moment when he was like you're not the guy to lay on lay it on the yeah. line and then he was the guy at the end of the laid on the line i thought that was cool um i do love the switching the loki now i do love the shakespearean ending to yeah. his arc it seemed more epic to me yeah correct and yes. going from i mean and really i i put a lot of this on tom hiddleston mm-hmm. uh the way he is able to show his pain and disdain and then hate like almost self-hatred in oh uh I think it was it was the first Avengers film, or maybe it was even in the first Thor. He's able to just, I mean, he was enraged and he had like that one single tear that right. dropped down. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at him. I mean, just yeah. He he hates his brother, he hates his family for lying to him, but he loves him at the same time. And he didn't really know how to handle which that. is family, and, folks. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> So, I mean, to watch him bring that out on screen with 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 a character that really in the first Thor film, I thought he was going to be a throwaway character, uh, like Me a too. one like a one villain. And from uh, what I understand, the studio thought that as well. Yeah. And Tom did so well with it. Yep. But they went, OK, let's bring him back and make him the main villain in the Avengers film. OK, cool. I'm into that. Yeah. And but he was still evil at that point but even when he's evil and he and uh chris hemsworth have that moment on avengers tower where bring that up yeah where he's like you can come back yeah and loki wants to you can see it he wants to come back he wants to right be the good guy right but he can't like he's he's like that's not my glorious purpose or whatever he's thinking at that point at that moment right loki always reminded me I'm sorry to interrupt. Loki always reminded me of that story about the scorpion and the frog. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's nature. Yes. And so even when they brought him into Loki, the series, and it's not the Loki that we knew that redeemed himself in Ragnarok. Yeah. He died. Yep. That yep. Loki died. This yep. is a different Loki. A variant. But, but that still had the arc of redemption yes and and ultimately he's he's the one who's sacrificing himself for the multiverse right not not just for half the population of a universe right and i think that's cool i i i like it i thought the writing was much more solid yeah i mean killing off tony stark i don't think they needed to do that in, in order to make it a good film Oh, no, no, I don't think they needed to either. It helped, in my opinion, because I just felt like <clears throat> we, we've talked about this as well, that yeah. I think you need to to show 
you need to show that that there's loss in something that big and i think i think i mean it, and it it seems to me that these actors robert downey jr chris evans uh chris hemsworth tom hiddleston they had a they from what i understand and this i'm going off of uh what's the scarlet witch's name in real life emily olsen oh yeah not She's, emily um i say mary kate olsen but that's her sister yeah uh uh wow yeah i hate I it when did. I hate yeah it, when did this. it was we know who we're talking about wanda um yeah. she was asking is there anything that uh wanda that you would like to do for wanda moving forward and she said actually i don't want to say anything because kevin feige sits us down and asks us where would you like this character to go so mm -hmm. i think if you get to a certain level like Elizabeth. Hiddleston, Alyssa, right? Elizabeth. 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 Yeah. Elizabeth. Um, if you sit there, I mean, if you're like a Hiddleston, if you're like a Hemsworth, Evans, Downey, you get to call your shot for how you would like this to end, which I think is cool. And I think I think uh Robert wanted to end it that way. I think he was uh, he was like 60. Like he was. Oh, yeah, he, it, yeah. it was. And that's just it. It was just him wanting to be out. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how I felt about the whole thing is like Robert Downey Jr. is feeling like I'm done with this character. Let's find a way to write me out. And it was to give him the big hero send off. And I'm a little, okay. So it wasn't shocking to me. It wasn't, I don't know. It didn't carry the weight that it did for a lot of other people. Maybe because I saw it coming. I, I don't it know. It carried the weight for me and I saw it coming. Anyway. I have a heart, people. Greg's dead. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, I, I like the idea that for the longest time, this God of mischief wanted his glorious purpose. He always thought his glorious purpose was yeah. to sit on a crown and rule over people. Yeah, it's beyond, beyond his yeah. throne of power. And... Yeah, and then when he, when he got that chance, his true chance, he realized... Like there's a very specific line, I think, in the last thing where he's fighting Sylvia like for a hundred times. And yeah. he's like, the last thing I want is a throne. Right. She said, yeah. like, you're being seduced by the throne. He's like, the last thing I want is a throne. So at that point, he already made that jump where, oh, mm -hmm. my God, I don't want to be this guy anymore. And he ended up realizing that um, what somebody says, a king doesn't rule over doesn't a king doesn't rule over people he works for them or something like yeah that. yeah so he finally realized the true point of being a king i just think there's something very poetic very shakespearean about it so i mm -hmm. thought it was very cool it totally is and and there was no dialogue in his last moments on screen as right. loki right. it was just him physically acting and I think it it was a huge culmination for a character who's known as a deceiver and a trickster and dialogue is very much his thing where yeah. he just talks too damn much sometimes right. to have him just have no dialogue and gather all of existence together and, and is now holding it together. You're like, Ooh, I mean, he's, he's yeah. Atlas now. He's, yes. he's the one just, uh, holding it all together. Clay just typed in and said, God of stories. Yeah. There's lots of different uh, names, you know, God of time, God of stories. I did see 
did you send me this about the different colors of different heroes how wanda is red loki is green yeah they have all a color spectrum those all mean certain powers so they're saying that they're personifying the infinity stones and how that could play into something later yeah maybe maybe yes i mean i mean you could find literally a tie-in now between the time stone and loki yeah you could right so Mm -hmm. because time stone's green loki's powers have always been green and now he's a time traveler so yeah he's a so this brings me to an interesting question because kim loved it i talked to my sister this week Mm -hmm. and she said she said uh but i have a question so is he just stuck there like he can't move and i'm like yeah that's the sacrifice he made yeah you know and she's like really so he can't like i said kim if he lets go of a branch it's like it dies yeah it dies he's he's powering it now i said now i like to think and i think there was a little clue that he knows what's going on in all these different ones because he's connected to it yeah and if he wanted to we've seen many times how he can duplicate himself how he can be in one area when he's not really even there okay sure So he could do that he also could i don't know talk to all of his variants that are in every one of these yeah and he seems infinitely more powerful than he was even when he was just casting those illusions right so Um, i mean he's gonna stay in that multiversal tree but his variants could certainly help out his um he could i'm sure he could like i said he could transfer well with the new what if series starting uh in december i believe yeah um i could see uatu the watcher and, and and loki having a conversation yeah at wherever that throne is right you know at the is that at the end of time i don't know um i have no idea now wherever the wherever I, that is that i could see uatu and and loki having a conversation yeah not only him uh for anybody that that's wondering if loki's coming back if they're doing this multiversal saga this multiversal war this secret war at some point either strange is going to visit him or something's going to happen where he's involved in something you'd think yeah you think think. or maybe the guy that starts the secret wars finds him well and that's i mean but heddles i mean i believe he's kind of done with the character or at least also all signs kind of point to that you don't think he is no he said he wasn't Oh, oh, said, oh okay. but he said like every good actor says he's yeah. keeping the door open if it the story makes sense okay yeah. right so he's either done or he's not <laughs> you know so but i i think i think um if it if it is the last we see of loki it was awesome it was a good ride yeah fantastic um i i wanted i wanted him for james bond for a long time i um, wouldn't mind that very talented guy remember yeah. him in kong that kong movie yeah, yeah yeah skull island i didn't see loki in there at all no and he yeah. did another film call or a series called the night manager where okay. he gets i didn't see that he's the night manager of a hotel and gets kind of involved in some some spy shit. and it was a great it, it was a great slow burn of a series it's not like big action pack but it was good yeah um and that's that was when i'm like ooh, i wonder if this would be a pitch for him to be the next bond i don't think that's in the cards for him but it would be interesting i don't think so either so 
I'm uh, branching out to the to our listeners out there. Please, all comments welcome, as always. Let us know who had the better arc, in your opinion, yeah. Stark or Loki. Um, I I really don't have one. I, I can tell you right now the way I feel. I'm leaning towards liking one more than the other, but I thought they both had good arcs. Um, the uh, Greg is dead. Anyway, um, I shouldn't say Greg's not dead. Greg's heart is dead. Um. Just have an opinion, John. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all opinions welcome as well. Um, so I want to transition to what we talked about. Um, Jonathan Majors, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, he's in some trouble? He, he's and if those who don't know, he plays Kang. And, yes, and he he played he who remains. he who remains in Loki. He was Kang in the Ant Man. Yes. Uh, he was Victor Timely in the Loki series as well. So he's a ma- like Kang the Conqueror is a major Marvel villain. Yes. Uh, and he was set up to kind of be the new big bad. But, John, what did he do? I don't know exactly what he did, but I do <laughs> okay. know I, what I mean by that is I don't know the full thing. I know he was, uh, he has some serious charges against him, like with women. I believe yeah. very abusive uh sexual assault. Am I correct with that one? Uh something but I uh, but, something along those lines. Yeah, we were also um, talking about uh this at our D D group and a shout out to Sean who who also let us know that he was he's he's like a he's like an ass on set. Yeah. Like he's one of those guys that will make your life hard for his art. And yeah. like so he's not a bad, he's not a good guy. So with it's that, not, and we got to point out, it's not sexual assault. It's domestic violence, okay. um, assault and domestic violence against women. Uh, he had a he had a dispute, a, a reported domestic dispute with his girlfriend in March of 2023, where she uh, initially was charging him with strangulation, saying that he was upset and put her in a chokehold. Uh, those charges were dropped, uh, but now other women have come forward and they're like no he's got like this is uh, a pattern, a pattern. Um, of, of problematic behavior and that is where marvel has said you know what maybe we don't do gang the conqueror anymore right. maybe so that being said my question is if there can be a variant out there that looks nothing like Loki, mm-hmm. why can't there be a variant out there that looks nothing like Kang? And just exactly. keep it rolling. Yep. Okay. He's not irreplaceable. But if you want to get rid of the John Majors way and you want to pivot and give it to somebody else, Greg, you're at the House of Ideas. What are your thoughts? How would Idris, you like it? Idris Silva. It just no 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 not not recasting fantastic oh. way. I didn't even think about oh, that. Fan, that's why I fantastic. thought you were headed like, like no no. Recast? No, what I wanted you to do is give me the story. How are they pivoting? How are oh. they? Who is the new baddie they're going to introduce then? Who's the guy that's going that's, to? I that's don't know. Not not King the Conqueror. That's not King. Um, you know, with all, I'm getting a weird echo. Oh. Um, the are you? Are you? I, I think not. Uh, stop it. Um. I think there's already some of this in the works, but I'm not. And I know just because of what I've heard possibly with the Secret Wars, but the Beyonder, 
the Beyonder right. is a character in Marvel. There was a a series like the original. They called it Secret Wars, and then they did Secret Wars Two. Um, Secret Wars is where we originally got the the Spider Man black costume that was the symbiote that became Venom. Uh, a gathering of heroes on a world by this character called the Beyonder, and he was pitting heroes and villains against each other in like blood sport style combat. Right. Um, but he's like this near omnipotent character. Yeah. That, you know, he had like a limitless power set. He could do whatever the hell he wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I kind of think the beyonder, but I think they maybe headed that direction. Okay. Um, the other characters that I think, I mean, Annihilus is a time hopping. Uh, I thought he came from a form. different dimension. Negative Maybe. zone, right? Annihilus? I yeah. thought, see, I thought it was Kang that came from the negative zone that eventually came through. At any rate, Annihilus would be another major character, right. uh, major villain you could bring in. But if we're talking Fantastic Four, then bring in Doom and have Doom backing other kind of more minor characters, more minor villains, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's... Like Molecule Man, who is super powerful in terms of his powers, but he just never did anything. Right. Um, Or like you take a look at the Spider-Man villains and like all those animal based spider, like the Puma. And you've got, you know, he he can start backing some of these other villains that we just haven't seen yet. Or like, you know, Batroc the Leaper is still kind of out there from a Captain America standpoint. Um, Have Doom be like the new hydra so to speak right and he's he's backing all these other villains to go you know mess with the heroes and so that he kind of sets his paves his path to world domination i like that Uh, i like that what i'm sorry go ahead and we haven't even talked about casting for doom no i think that's i you and I have talked about it. It's just we've never really gotten to it. And we'll get to that in a oh, second. Let me give okay, you okay. kind of my idea of where they I think they could go. And I was bringing, I was trying to bring this up to you um, this week, but I thought, my God, it's going to be too long of a text. So forget it. I'll just talk <laughs> on, the, on the podcast. So I brought up the Jonathan Hickman run. <clears throat> yeah. I where they have, they had a series, which it seems like this is kind of based off that series. It's called Time Runs Out, Jonathan Hickman. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's a good read. It starts in Fantastic Four and it connects to Avengers, New Avengers, and then all of a sudden Secret Wars. So what Hickman did, and I'm going to blow this a little bit out of because I don't fully understand it yet because I haven't reviewed it. From what I remember, the Beyonders put a molecule man in every single universe and he was oh. the one that held them all together. Okay. The the point they put him, they point I'm saying the reason they put the molecule man in these universes was the Beyonders thought for shits and giggles, they were gonna kill them off all one by oh no, that, I'm sorry. Every molecule man was in every universe. If that molecule man died in that universe, that universe would cease to exist. Okay. Okay. So the Beyonders, since they had them in every single mult in, in an infinity amount of multiverses, they thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we kill them all at once? And hmm. that's what their plan was. Doom somehow figured this out. Our Dr. Doom 
and he went to each multiverse to kill right yeah that molecule man so that it wouldn't hurt the earth 616 universe that was his and the, plan and then when he got the we... last molecule man the one that's on 616 he had that guy go back to the beyonders they had a fight he took over and created secret war that battle world so is that where we get the white armor doom? yes yes and he's sitting at the roots of idrisil okay as his throne so I God. thought was cool about that. Actually, I'm sorry. He got he got Doctor Strange and the Molecule Man and him, and they took on the Beyonders. Okay. Okay. So what if you replace the Molecule Man with Kang to where Kings are getting wiped out now oh. because of a guy that we don't know about that's behind the shadows like a Doctor Doom is wiping them all out to try and save the universe or try to save okay. the universe from incursions and things like that. I think that's a way they could go because that's the way it it's been written out already like that. You can mm -hmm. fit it in pretty easy. And then we could move on from there. So, yeah. Yeah. Or Loki could be sending a Doctor Doom to each one of these Kangs and wiping yeah. them out. Did you get the idea that Loki was put the TVA in charge of Kang? At the not, end of that, did you not get really? Okay. Not really. I don't know what the TVA is going to be doing because he's got the <clears throat> multiverse under control. You remember that one part where, what's her name? B-15 was saying to Morbi yeah. Mobius, anything on the Kings. And he said nothing big. There was one on, there was one on this, one on this universe, but they took care of it on a different plane. And he was talking about the Quantumania one. Yeah. So. You might yeah, I did. I did recall that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. That was my theory. Now, let's talk about casting Doctor Doom. What do you think? Clay, I know you're ready for this one. Cast Doctor Doom. Well, uh, so it's got to be somebody it's who so just... Hard. When, when they enter the room, there's got to be a weight to them that, like, you just know they're there. Yeah. Um, And I've... I'm gonna look up one, and it also has to be not that you know they're there, but that you are scared, impressed, um, uh, you are intimidated, um, mm -hmm. but you're also like at the same time like that dude's cool. I yeah. think Doom has always he's, had that. He's likable. Yeah, like he can be likable because yeah. just yeah, he's not good. my casting. Uh -huh. And it's the and I and look, I saw one episode. I've been trying to see more. I can't. I don't even know who the actor is, but the guy that plays Lestat on the TV or the TV series Interview with the Vampire, I think he'd be good, but I think he's too young. He's too young if they're gonna go with Pedro Pascal. Correct. Correct. Um for me, and it's a long shot. I think I'm 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 down to two different actors. Um by the way, folks, the Greg is fantastic at these casting things. He's he's really good at it. He always picks a good one. Pressure, go. I, <laughs> I'm trying to find a decent picture of the guy I'm thinking of because you don't know his name, or we won't know him. Oh, oh no, no, I, I, you might know him. Uh, it's Peter uh, Serafinowitz. Yep, don't British actor. He was in Shaun of the Dead. One of the things that he led is actually the Tick series that was on Amazon. Um, but that's a completely different role. 
Uh, he, Who's the, who are you talking about? Shaun of the Dead. Uh, he played the roommate. Uh, let me, I can bring that picture up back up again. Uh, really? The roommate's yeah. on for like, I, I can't. The roommate, course, the roommate, to be honest, did. I've watched that movie twice in my life. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna probably. It's him. Really? Um, he was the original voice of Darth Maul. Okay. So, uh, so he's got a voice that he can, he can bring in that low rumble. He can bring in that. I mean, someone that if he says, I am doom, you're going to feel it. Uh, so I like his presence that he can bring kind of a dark presence into something. I'm trying to find, I know I've seen him do something. What about the guy that played? He's got, he's also, I think he was also in Shaun of the dead. Um, He's been in every one of those trilogies. He was in also that one of oh the older the older guy who played Bill John's Nye? stepdad. Bill, Bill yeah, Nye. Bill Nye. Uh, I think too old because too if old. you see if you see him right now, he's too old. Um, if he was the same age he was when he did Shaun of the Dead or the Underworld uh, series, then yeah, maybe. Um, the other guy that I think physically could play it very well and be a pedro pascal it would be like if this guy was you know working on his phd in college when pedro pascal was a freshman in college but okay they're both intellectually at the same level got it and that's what pisses off doom and here's an 18 year old kid dealing with a, a guy maybe in his mid to late 20s okay um is mads milken Oh, the guy for the guy that played already Casilius. Yes. Yes. Actually, I've heard Marvel is uh, actually trying to talk to him about this. He's yeah. been he's been offered it or something like that. He'd be awesome. But yeah, the problem I, is, and this is the biggest problem, how do you emote that with a mask? Yeah. That's uh, Clay even said that with a mask on, no need to show an actor's face. It doesn't matter. Um, you're right. But I th- I don't know if they're gonna go that route. Especially in the first film, of course not. Yeah, um, I could see because they've they've tried Doom so many different ways. Yep, at least, at least a couple different movies, and they fucked it up. Like it yep. just doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, I think if you the character itself has to be someone that, like, after he gets uh, humiliated by Reed, goes to like a Karmatage or finds Mordo and gets trained in the mystic arts as well, because that's what doom is. Yeah. He's Dr. Strange and Iron Man with Reed Richards brain, which makes him, that's what makes him so dangerous. Yes. And and they really need to embrace that. I think. Yes, they do. It can't just be doom as the really smart guy. Right. Who's, who's a Nepo baby uh, and has a, you know, has his own country yeah um so yeah i i think mads could pull it off hey what about uh the guy played oppenheimer he could i have a hard time finding him imposing and he doesn't like big movies like have you seen uh have you seen him as thomas shelby yeah yeah that's kind of imposing well yes the other thing is he wants nothing to do with it like they have asked him do you want to do a Marvel film? He goes, no, no, like, like just flat well, out. He did Batman. So I thought, 
He was younger though. Yeah. Uh, um, they, you know, do you want to do a Marvel film? No, just flat out. No. Do you think a lot of people are intimidated by that because you were giving yeah. up a good chunk of your life? You are and control of your life. Yeah. Uh, there was one actor. I, I don't know who he is. He was, he was on one of the HBO max, uh shows that had a lot, a lot of teenage sex i didn't watch it um i'm not sure even sure which one it was but he was up for superman like they like the, his name was on the short list yeah and they came to him and said do you want to be superman he goes no and he said it, it's too dark for me like <laughs> i don't i it was like what do you mean superman's too dark man and i think he was talking about henry cavill no, I think he. No, no, no. The business end of it all. Oh, like, okay. like I think the. Do you want to give up this much of your life? Yeah. To because the guy that's been uh, that's going to be Superman, um, you know, he's been in a strike now for how many months, but he was still on the hook to work out and diet and do all these things. So yeah. he's putting him like that personal hell that every person that has to do that kind of workout goes through. Uh, his is elongated. Yeah. <laughs> you have to really enjoy the process of being Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even because the end test is you doing the part in the suit, but yeah. the, the diet, the preparation and what i mean by preparation i'm talking about your nutritionist what to eat like four boiled chickens and broccoli type yeah. like imagine eating that five times i'm sure it's not that but it, it can get that boring it can be i think it certainly used to be like that yeah like back, back when all this kind of fitness superhero fitness started yeah, yeah. um clay said Hen henry cavill for doom i'm gonna go no I've said that too, Clay. Yeah, he has. And I'm going to go, no, I don't want Henry Cavill to do a Marvel or DC film ever again. Like, I think I don't want him in those universes anymore. Why I are you trying him... to protect Henry? What's going on? Because I want him to do the stuff that he wants to do. Like, he really wants to do Highlander. Dude, fucking do it. And, and he's... Well, what if he's... he really wanted to do Doom? Does he? Like he, he's made I don't know, but you seem to know he what he wants to do. He, he's <laughs> made no moves towards Marvel at all. Like there Look, was. I think we have to put the brakes on this right now because, Greg, I need to know if you're hanging out with Henry, and if so, why have I not been invited to the story? Because like, he's going specifically on? asked for. You didn't you want me be, there. Yeah, he's he knows how you get around famous people. That he, is just, just says, one time I tripped over myself. Yeah, yeah, and no, touched he, her boobs one he time. Said, he said, "No, thank you. Like you're cool, but <laughs> your co-host isn't no." All right, uh, all right. Sign us out, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm gonna go home. Um. Yeah, I don't yeah. want Henry. I, I just don't want Henry Cavill on those big superhero films anymore. I would. I want it like if they made a live. Can action, I? Can I? Can I? Made a live action Invincible. I want him to be Omni Man. That's what I, I want. Can I say why I think you really don't want what the real story is? I think you and me both have really liked Henry. And he's been so bent over backwards by these studios. Yes. When he's given everything he has into these things. Yeah. Superman, The Witcher. You just don't want him going through it again. That's exactly what it is. I has Marvel done that to people, though? Well, how do you mean? I, I, like, I, I'm not. I'm not. 
on Marvel Sinai, I literally can't remember. Have have they done that, or has it just come back that look? Marvel is a it is a it is a it is a big time gig, but you are given a lot of yourself. But has anybody Scar- come back? Like wow, they really screwed me, man. They treated me like shit. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's not a big fan of Marvel anymore. Okay, because she because of how they screwed her over. For one movie, right? For one movie. Well, for one movie that was promised for 12 years that they were going to make, and when they eventually made it, they screwed her out of even more money because of, you know, pandemic. This is how we're going to release it kind of thing. Okay. I didn't know. I can't. I I remember that. I'm just saying, and I know Terrence Howard, if you want to go that route, I think Terrence Howard kind of talked himself out. He, has he wanted to get as much conflict. he wanted to get as much money as Robert Downey. I or, don't remember what all that situation was, but I think that's probably along the lines like he I, he was tough. I to heard work he's with. one of the worst people to work with in Hollywood. Yeah. Anyway. I heard he's horrible. Yeah. Um, so okay, I I'm just saying when you're comparing DC to Marvel, that's a little because I don't remember. Uh, and maybe there, it'll come out eventually. There back. are horror stories on both. Are there? Uh, sure. Look at what happened. But are there the horror guy. stories everywhere, really, in terms of yeah. Marvel? Like, not yes. Marvel. In terms of all of the everything? Yes. Like, I'm sure I, you could find one. I mean, it's, hot. it's Hollywood. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's stuff everywhere. But Okay. So it's like what, but, you, what you said about that one guy from Superman. He didn't want to too dark for me. Didn't want to get involved in all yeah, of this. Yeah, he doesn't. I think there's a lot of actors out there that see these powerhouse franchises and they go, no, Daniel Radcliffe, who was Harry Potter, yeah. you know, he's people really want him to play Wolverine because one, he's fucking shredded. Like if you see a picture of that guy yeah, lately, he, he he's like, I gave up alcohol and replaced it with working out. And now the dude shredded yeah. and he's kind of a fuzzy dude anyway in his adult life. So he looks the part. Um, but I'm going to give up alcohol when I turn 50. But he does this whole like, I don't want to be involved in another mega franchise. I did that and I don't want to do it again. Can't blame him. I mean, no, the guy can't. the guy has enough money to make his own decisions in I terms agree. of his career. So go ahead yeah, and do that. I agree. And like with him, like he seems like a guy that actually likes the art of acting. Very much so. Yeah, you I, know? I believe you're right. Like he takes on some weird roles, but you know he's doing it to push his... Craft. craft yeah i think so. whereas there are some actors who want to be movie stars the rock mm-hmm. well you know. it, it, i was just talking talking to somebody uh on friday about matthew mcconaughey's book which i read um and he excuse me he was doing that where he was really running after that uh movie star thing and after he's like after about my sixth romantic comedy he wanted to do something different and Hollywood was like, no, you are romantic comedy guy. They just kept sending him scripts and he kept saying no Yeah. to the point where he thought he, excuse me, thought he ruined his own career. And he did that Dallas movie, right? That Dallas 40 or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And, and that was the kind of thing. He started to make choices on, I want, I'm an actor. Yeah. I want to do my craft as well as I can. So he started making some real interesting choices yeah. and it panned out for him. Yeah. But going back to Henry Cavill, you know, I don't think he's got the power of a Matthew McConaughey or even a Daniel Radcliffe in terms of choosing his roles. Really? Or or maybe he does. Maybe he yeah. does. Um, but 
like he's done the big franchise thing. He's done some of the small movie stuff. He's been kind of the third player in some films, like in the Mission Impossible. Like he wasn't, it, I don't think it was Tom Cruise and then Henry Cavill. I think it was Tom Cruise, some other people, and then Henry Cavill. Um, but like with this Highlander series that he's pushing forward, and he's the one kind of in the driver's seat a little bit. That and the World of War, not World, not Warcraft. It, yeah, Warhammer. If, Warhammer. If the Warhammer movie. Yeah. If his project can move forward, that he's going to be. So those are like his babies. Like let him do that. Right. Let him. Let him actually. And he's passion. not asking for a lot. He's just asking you to stay. I guess on the sacred timeline. Don't veer off and create something yeah. new. He just wants you to stay like, like this is the this is the mythos. Let's go with it. Yeah. He's doing he's doing Highlander like they tried to set it up in the first film. I don't think he's going to be doing the alien stuff that came out in the second film and kind of shot the whole franchise in the film. Better hope not. I yeah. I think he's he's going back to some the source material. Yeah. And he just wants to make a good fantasy film. And I think like, he'll thin out. Dude. I don't think so. No. Nope. I think he'll stay buff. I think you will because because if you're a scottish highlander you're not a skinny little frenchman (laughs) yeah i just always felt like the highlanders were so skilled with swords play that i felt like you almost had to be more and maybe i'm wrong but maybe you had to be more um wiry yeah but it makes sense of what you're saying because if you i mean if he's from that time period those swords were heavy. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, you his... had to really, you know, and it, it hurt your wrist uh, when you hit metal against metal. It hurts. And it, well, and it, what they should like, it should be an expose in different types of fighting styles. styles. So, yes. Like no one says a Highlander even has to be a swordsman. You could bring in an axe fighter. Um, true. You're or, right. Or, or, an or a samurai's. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that'd be cool. The, the immortals come from all over the world. Yeah. So, you know have have someone who uses a spear or something like that so hey is it against the rules in highlanders to like if one was like billy the kid and he just shot you in the head and they cut your head off i don't i don't know about do you mean like if they use some kind of firearm that would remove a head from a body no 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 they no. have those <laughs> right i know but what i'm saying is is do all it... do all immortals like okay the reason there can only be only one is because if you take their head, you get their power. Correct. Right. So if a guy's out there who decides, well, I'm going to shoot you because if I shoot you, you're going to fall down and die. In a sense, you die and then you come back. But when you die during that time, I can just cut your head off. Like there's no fight. I don't, uh, I don't think they, the, you know what I mean? I don't think they, I mean, you initially die and then you come back. But then after right. that, I mean, you get stabbed and it's like a Wolverine thing. You don't you don't go unconscious. You don't die. You just pull it out. And then it's like a healing factor. You talk about the movies. Yes. OK, so the series is off a little bit. Yeah, the series, the series was a money grab to which was I liked it. It was a good series. It, it, it yeah. ended up becoming its own thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about all the rules they came up with. OK, OK. In the series which I watch religiously at Whitewater. <laughs> um, you could, if you like shot, there'd be this moment where you're dead and you would be dead for like five minutes. And then you oh. all of a sudden go, huh. like you, you just come back. Yeah. Huh. You come back. 
And I always said, well, why don't they just shoot them and cut off their head and that's yeah. it. But that's if a- you're saying you shoot, it's like a Wolverine, like, ow, that fucking hurt. Like, yeah. Because okay. that's in the first Highlander film. That's uh, do they do it? Yeah, Connor uh, McLeod. When the woman wow. he, uh, the, he's trying to convince her that he's immortal, he takes her hand, puts a dagger in it, and then plunges it, in, it plunges it into his heart, and she's freaking out. And then he pulls it out, and then like okay, okay. So, so then he, okay, all right. Then I'm wrong. Okay, and then that makes sense. Then they have sex, which I don't quite get, but you know that's just how the film. I think it was in Lambert's contract. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing says like let's have some sex after I thought I killed you, yeah. and now you're not. How many questions I'd have before, like, let's get on. <laughs> yep. They know they cranked up the queen and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who wants to live forever? All that's right. Let's did. get that's some how... strange news. That's how I discovered Queen was through that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I Dude, was like, uh, the best part of that series was the beginning of like the, the queen song. Like, here the, we are. The, know? uh, the story, and I'm going to take another couple minutes to talk about Highlander. The story behind that film, it was the first one, the first, the very first Highlander film. Okay. There was a writer strike going on in Hollywood at that point, and a college kid came up with the idea. It just did like a two to three page, here's an idea, and sold that to a producer, and the producer said, "I'm going to pay you." And this is how much he's like, I want to give you this much money to uh, to to buy that script off of you. And this kid went, nope, here's a better idea. You give me half that amount of money. I'll write the entire script. We'll make the movie. And then I will get the first uh, I will get the points, the uh, 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 percentage points of the of the take. Right. The final. Yeah. That is the first contract of its kind was with Highlander. So that set the precedent for all these other people to be like, you can pay me this much, but then I'm going to take a little bit on the back end oh. if the movie does well. And so kid? that that kid, who's now probably in his 80s, uh, is based his entire career. He wrote a bunch of different stuff. He was heavily involved in the series all based off of that he had the money and the freedom now to be creative with his uh his world and everything else so anyway yeah moving on strange news here we go yeah, actually you know what yeah we'll go to strange news but highlander is a very cool concept and it feels like they've never really been able to exactly like execute. the second film where they kind of yeah messed with the mythos and everything else it yeah. was just like eh. that was weird yeah, yeah. the whole that whole movie was weird anyway all right strange news Greg, yes. Are you confused or frustrated by the new tipping culture out there in America? You mean the idea that do you like, tip everybody or yes, like now when you get when you're paying for it now, like everywhere. It's I'm reading up an article here where it says Americans are confused, frustrated by the new tipping culture, a study finds. Mm-hmm. So uh, the state of tipping in America is in a world a mess. Americans are divided and confused over when to leave gratuities and how much to tip for all kinds of services, according to a new study published Thursday by the Pew Research Center. Once again, that's Pew. 
and they're a major research center. Back. I know. <laughs> I just like saying. I just like saying Pew. Make fun of their name, but they're, they're not coming. The world of data. They're not oh, coming yeah. after me. We have seven listeners. Um. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm confused by it. Like I, I generally. Well, I, I just I, in generally, I I what are your thoughts? I think. Uh, now I think this I think started. We should, we should go. No, I don't think it started with COVID. I think it's it goes all the way back to the fact that we don't pay servers well. And so like like waiters and, and waitresses, wait staff, they get paid shit as far as an hourly wage goes. And that they're supposed to then make up a decent wage or, or something better through tips. Right, but that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about when you go to Starbucks and you ask for a coffee and you get a coffee and now they want you to tip them for that coffee. Right, right. Why I, I, I paid you I, to get me a cup of coffee? Like that's how I feel. I think the roots of it go back to that waitstaff issue. Now you're right. It, like if, if it's if I'm ordering at Starbucks and I know that that kid or those people in there are making, they're not making the the whatever it is an hour, like the less than five dollars an no, hour. No, they're not. Wisconsin. They're not. Yes, they're making at least minimum wage, which in right. some places is okay. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. It, it's it changes from place to place. So right. if you know they're at least making that much, or if they're advertising on the sandwich board out front, hey, come work here for seventeen dollars an hour. Right. Then then I know that trainee there's getting paid seventeen dollars an hour is probably like a 15, 16 year old or something like that. Right. Exactly. So no, I'm not I'm not gonna tip. Right. I think the Starbucks person. I think when you and I were growing up, you tipped your waitress, you tipped your bartender. Yep. You tipped um for my dad, you tipped you know, I don't think you even tipped the milkman back then. Um but I, I'm I'm trying to think of what else what else what else did you tip you tipped cabs, you yep. tipped um the person that brought you your luggage to your room. If you yeah. ever had that service, like a bell. Um, oh. I remember times when you used to tip the guy to come out and pump your gas. I remember being a kid and uh-huh. doing that or having that. And then when because I those started are driving services, yeah, that when per- I that person is doing a service for you, right? I, I guess you could argue I'm pouring you a cup of coffee. That's a service, but I think that's bullshit. But anyway, um, so those things I'm fine with. It's just I feel they started incorporating i feel and maybe i'm wrong i feel like they started incorporating it during covid where it was really getting hard and i'm saying okay with 72 percent saying that tipping is expected in more places today than it was five years ago and i'm looking at a graph here more americans oppose the favor business suggesting how much to tip so a percent who say they business giving their customers suggestions about how much to tip. I don't understand that. Sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of, I can't think of a time recently where I went somewhere and then so it, it was asking, do you want to leave a tip? And oh, I was really? like, I, I'm trying to think of a time oh. where I was, it's like, it's there, but it's also like, well, no, that's something where, I've gotten it at Panera Bread. I've gotten it at uh, Chipotle. Okay, you know what? I got it at Subway. Okay, Subway. 
You still eat at Subway? I haven't eaten Subway in years. I my I take my kids, my one daughter there on Tuesday nights. She likes them. It's, it, it's open and she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. I I okay. I don't know how anybody's confused about tipping, but I I just I think there's too much tipping. I, I think it came from COVID. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. Well, I don't remember it jumping. No. I don't remember I, that happening before COVID, to be honest. Like I'm not tipping, like I'm not tipping at the grocery store. I, and I think that's where some like there are some places where you know the cashier goes through the, the if there's a person there bagging them up for you. Like if that were to come up of like, oh, would you like to leave a tip? Yeah. No. Like, like I'm not, I'm not doing it there. Right. And maybe that I don't because I've had those I've had those situations where I've been asked, um, would you like to donate to whatever thing families for Thanksgiving? You know, that's different. I'm not tipping anybody, but or if there is a tip jar, like yeah, like a tip jar. Like if I've got if I'm paying in cash, yeah, I, I might drop something in there. Um but anyway. But like I don't. But I I've heard I've heard of this and I've heard uh, I saw a video of someone that door dashed. Um, I don't know. Pick, but pick that that's you should tip. That's almost the same thing to me as oh. the uh, pizza delivery guy, right? Yeah. Hold on there, Kimosabi. Let me finish the story. Uh, so in, in, when you use a DoorDash or you would use any kind of food app, you can just figure the, the tip into you know your bill you hit pay and then you want your food to show up and the driver was pissed because the person didn't tip enough and this person was like what are you talking about he's like you only left me like a like a you know five dollar tip and she's like that is 20 percent or like 23 percent of my entire bill like that's normal it's only five dollars she's like that's not the point like Like he wanted more. He wanted more for he, he 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 wanted more for her serve. Like she's like, I'm not gonna tip you fifty percent of my actual food bill. Right. Yeah. Like it's percentages, and she right. like she's trying to educate this dude. And this but dude is it is it having. percentages? Considering I understand the wait staff because you're going from you know the front of the building to the back of the building and back. This guy got in his car went to yep. went to where you wanted to eat then drove and went to your house so there's a much more distance involved much more effort involved right um so i can but so when i'm asking a, i'm not playing devil's advocate when i'm asking no, is, I know. is it is it should you tip more for that effort versus the waitress no I, i'm not sure <laughs> i don't think so um no no i, Why? I, I you think went I, to their place ordered their food she wrote it down walked back to the cook talked to him uh placed the order and then brought it and then brought it to your table where a guy got into his own car drove to where you wanted to eat picked up that food brought it back to your house that's you don't think that's more effort you're you're destroyed i mean that person the doordash person gets paid more than the waitress oh he does i didn't know that okay he does okay Okay. i didn't know that that, i didn't know that okay my fault they make i mean and i'm not saying i'm not leaving that person a tip i am i know you're not i know you're not um but i'm not leaving him 
more. Like, 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 like it's still the same percentage. Like the and Clay just wear and tear on a vehicle. And Clay, I know you did delivery for a lot of years. Um, for me, for me, that that's still like part of the part of the job. I would hope the employer would figure some of that into their that person's wage. Okay. But so I, I don't as know. A, so, as a consumer, I mean, I might go if if they made really good time, if they were nice. I mean, I might go as high as twenty five, but that's literally a fourth of my food bill. And if if they're good, I'm willing to do it. But well, what would good be for you to drop off McDonald's? It, it has to do with the service. Then, like, were they kind? Were they? Okay, okay. You know, I'm just I'm curious. Like, like what like would the, what more the, the dude that I saw in this video was yeah. belligerent. He was well, of course you're gonna see the, the mean videos, of course. You yeah, are. yeah, yeah. But if if it's if it's someone who's nice and is doing their job well, then yeah, I'll I'll tip accordingly. But but it, my point is that I'm trying to make is that it's still percentages. So even if my McDonald's bill is 10 bucks, 12 bucks, yeah. I mean that's that's a meal and and maybe more than I need because I, I that means I upsized that means I probably got you know uh, you know I I larged I got a dessert maybe I don't know um that the percentage of 12 bucks 50 percent of that is six and if someone's gonna if a doordash person's gonna be like you know I just went and got you food that should be like a seven eight dollar tip I'm like dude that's most of my bill I'm not gonna double the cost of my food but I, I, I for okay. you to do your job. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, do you have maybe a little bit more of a mindset of how you've always tipped with waiters and you're applying the waiters to a completely different industry now? Maybe because I'm still basing it off of percentage where I started percentage 20%. off of a waitressing job out of any, any tip. Like I still with like my tattoo artist, like I, I start with so is 20%. Okay. Now that's interesting because is that true? Is do is is tipping universal in terms of percentages? Like you're always only supposed to depending on how you feel, 20% of whatever the total is of whatever I, I industry you're in. I, I wouldn't I'm not gonna say I was taught that 20% is the base because some people say 15% is the base. For me, it's always been 20. Because oh, I, I know no no I know I'm not saying specifically you. Maybe I'm not explaining myself. What I'm trying okay. to say is like, do you tip 20% when you did a cab? I haven't taken that many cabs to tell you the truth. Yeah, neither have I. Um, but, but I take <laughs> I lifts. Cars. Okay, so, I, well, I, I take cars, but when I travel for work, I'm a Lyft guy. Like, I, I'm not even an Uber guy. I'm a Lyft guy. Okay. So, um, and Lyft makes it real easy. Now their base, I believe, is eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Okay, so there's it's always so, the around the range of fifteen to twenty percent of yeah. tipping. So tipping in general, no matter what it's for, you're saying it's always in that range. Well, for me, it starts at twenty. So even if you do a terrible, I shouldn't say that. If someone does a really terrible job, I struggle with twenty percent. Right. Um. But like, I, I've had some really great Lyft drivers. And I've had some ones that, you know, their car's a mess. It kind of smells in there. They're terrible drivers. Right. I had I had one where 
this one girl, every time she took a left hand turn, you could literally hear the ball joint crunching and separating. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking die in this car. So part of me is like, I don't want to leave her a good tip, but she really needs a good tip because she's got to get her car okay, fixed. She needs to fix the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So that played into it. And I probably gave her at least 20%. Okay. I, I just want to read this real quick. We got a comment. Yes. From Clay. yes. Uh, and like I said, Clay used to own a pizza joint. He ran it. I mean, he delivered all over my hometown. Um, and from what I understand, I haven't eaten any of the pizza in my hometown since they sold that place. But it doesn't sound like there's a lot of good pizza left and brought it anymore. Um Clay says percentage is always a weird thing. I always say five bucks plus. So anything over five bucks is a good tip. And if anybody, everybody would tip five bucks, that's a good night. A bunch of people don't tip at all. And that pisses me off when people don't tip at all. Like, like if you're aware of the pay structure and this is, this is just in Wisconsin. So the pay structure for wait staff is terrible. Like they get, under minimum wage sometimes right. steeply under minimum wage right right because they're going to make it up on tips and right. if you're one of these people that just doesn't tip at all that person is just running and serving you practically for free because once you take taxes out of their like 450 an hour or whatever they're making yeah i think that's deplorable well, yeah and that's not like, anything to remotely discuss you're an asshole if you don't tip yeah like, you are that, that's, you are that's a bad you. human being if you yes. don't tip at you all. know who i don't like to tip though guy that's in the bathroom at some of yeah the, yeah some of the I, bars you go into or some of the nightclubs like when you and i were in our 20s and we would go to milwaukee yeah and there'd always be that guy sitting on the bar and he had gum and cologne and deodorant which was gross because it was a roll-on i don't like who the fuck is rolling on yeah yeah but anyway <laughs> here um, bud let me get some of that <laughs> right. find a random hair but, on and, and they had mints and stuff and what i didn't like is when i would wash my hands he sit there with a towel and you're like, I, I can grab it. Damn it. Yeah, I All can right, here. Yeah. Here's a dollar. Like, I'm a college student. I don't have a lot of these. I was hoping I, I never give one even, to the girl so I could talk to her. Even you know. now, I don't carry cash. That yeah, often. that's hard now. Yes, you're right. Uh the last the last bathroom attendant that I encountered, I was at a conference, and this was a couple of years ago, where it was open bar for yeah. me because yeah. I was I was the client. Yes. And I was drinking a lot of Grey Goose, a lot of Grey Goose, to the point where Grey Goose and dancing, and then we did some shots, and then more dancing, and then more shots. I did a lot of shots. Okay, uh, Greg, I've been around you when you dance. You've never once in your life ever done that. You've uh, never you're, done that. You're right. So your, uh, your, your dancing is not your dancing. I've seen your dancing. You can actually dance. You're good at it. You got a good rhythm. I've seen it. <laughs> I can show some videos one day, oh but I'm God. just saying this isn't you ever. Nope. nope. Just posting up and just doing it. Yeah, that's not me. You're not even uh, this shit. You don't even nope. do that. You nope. actually know how to dance. So my point is not a proud moment, but I had to puke in the bar. Like I had oh, like, we've all like, been there, brother. Welcome. So to so I go into this bathroom in, in San Antonio and uh, the guy looks at me right away. Cause I must've just fucking barreled my way into that bathroom. Just one of these. And he's Move. like, and I, and I, yeah, I did. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to puke. And I'm looking around for like the trash or something. He's like right here, brother. And he took care of me. 
like okay, you tip that bro then you, i like yes, i yes. i fucking lost it in that bathroom yes. i didn't make a mess I'm, I'm very proud of that fact that i did not make a mess that this guy had to clean up but he was there with mouthwash he was there with me and i was like what what is yeah. happening i mean my wife she, she just leaves me alone and lets me do it i mean right this yeah. dude was like here to it's okay buddy hey you're gonna back. get through this yeah daddy knows man yeah, daddy yeah. knows like he wasn't he wasn't touching me during it but like afterward he was like okay yeah and he like i i believe there was a little bit of a shoulder rub a little bit of pat pat down okay that's my question what if you had hair would he have held it back i i think he would have yeah okay, I good think man. He that's a good and, man and this was a a behemoth of a black dude just like yeah and he was like oh man brother nope we all and he was he was cold we all been there it's okay it's okay i mean just doing this whole thing and i only had like two bucks on me and i remember i'm like peeling it out i'm like dude do you take cards or anything yeah that would be a 20 percent tip yeah and he was like he was like no man he's like just he's like they're good man whatever yeah whatever the fifth one today you're good yeah he's like you're obviously (laughs) he's like you're having a good night maybe not right now but you're having a good night just leave what you can that's good that's great that's awesome all right i'm just gonna throw out the uh of course all comments welcome on johnny and the greg on all of our platforms so what do you guys think about tipping how would you handle it greg let's get get some uh poly jammery here poly jammery to kind of close this out because i think we're about out of time um so this (laughs) i did a little bit of research it is thanksgiving week i mean and we should be oh god did you go weird on us it's not totally weird i mean this every this is a song people have at least heard of the artist i'm too sexy so no it's carrie underwood oh okay i like carrie underwood so carrie underwood she's got a thanksgiving song that it just makes me laugh. Every, I thought you were going to give us Adam Sandler. You know, I, I kind of thought about it, yeah. uh, but I don't I, Adam Sandler, like, I'll get sick of that song. His, his I Love to Eat Turkey song. Right, I know. Like, that gets that gets a little old. Um, but she's got a song called Stretchy Pants. Nice. Let's hear it. it. It just, it cracks me up every time. Now, do you want to, you don't, you don't really need to see my screen for this one. So no, I'm just we don't. We do, just need to hear it audio and before we even do the the thing okay so i'm not sharing my screen i should be sharing the greg is sharing computer sound you're good okay good thank you for that all right here we go and this is about 23 seconds of the song she's getting to the chorus and my face Oh, that's a good one, folks. So everybody, just, that was Johnny and the Gregs, Polly, Polly, Polly Jammer. It's just a fun song. That was it's, fun. That I gotta was say, good. it's good for Christmas too. Like, that was I, good. It's like a... Awesome. Greg, as always, I remember one time you sent this to me and I cracked up for a good solid 15 minutes. The first time I ever heard it as we were driving to Thanksgiving, you, I said, happy Thanksgiving, sir. And you said, get stuffed. 
Get and stuffed, thought, everybody. Holy shit, this guy is so creative. And I just started laughing. It was yep. it was one of those moments. You've seen me, Greg, where I noted when I realized something for the first time in my life and I can't get over <laughs> it. That's what was going on in that car ride. So, Greg, take us out, sir. Oh, okay. So as you're getting stuffed this Thanksgiving, remember what you're thankful for. And remember is that one uncle is starting to bring up the issue with the gays or your grandpa's about to drop the N-word. Just don't be a douche. There you go for the Greg, this is Johnny saying, take us out, Carrie Underwood. Oh, see, I gotta bring it back up again. Oh, yeah. I guess. Bouquet, ambrosia, and Bertha's nana pudding with the cherry on top. Cookie, on gingerbread. I'm still jamming. <laughs>